Here at Nourished, we believe in nourishing the whole human. Mind, body, spirit, soul, heart. Because a nourished human creates a nourished community. This is Wherever It Takes Us, a podcast about everything. I'm Kim Moran, a life coach, mom, horse enthusiast, and entrepreneur. I'm David Codney, a dad, an explorer, an artist, and a lost soul. We've come together because we're curious about life, what it means to be human, how and why things are the way they are, and most importantly, why no one talks about this stuff in real and meaningful ways. Join us each week as we dive into things that we're not supposed to say out loud. We're not experts, but we're real people. I'm laughing because Kim just pointed at me like with a, like a get him go get him tiger kind of thing. <laughs> that's your action. Oh, that's slate. my work. Yeah. Okay. Here is a bullshit saying that I think nobody's mother actually said, but everyone likes to say their mother tells them to, which okay. is if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. I don't think mothers actually say that. I think you hear it from other people, and your mom maybe said it in passing, but it wasn't like I think it's a wives' tale to sit down and say that your mom actually told you. Do you remember your mother telling you this? I remember my grandmother telling me that. I remember my mother telling me that as, as a, uh, a jest, is it like a, like a snide kind of like remark kind of thing, like David, if you don't have, but never like, never like sitting down, like, come here, son, let's have a conversation. You know what I mean? Like, I think everyone says it. I think it's a, it's a common saying. Mm. I like it actually. Really? Yes. I, I sort of live by that. I sort of live by that motto. Really? Because in a world where everybody freaking flaps their gums 24-7 and has an opinion about everything, I don't care. And so but, if I don't have anything that's <laughs> why are you laughing. Because that's what we're doing here. That's all we do here is on the podcast is talk. We talk bullshit. It's not bullshit to us, David. If anybody's listening, that's their problem. We're just having a conversation together. Okay, agreed, agreed. But why do you? I I think this saying is is um. Well, there's two schools of thoughts. Okay, keep going. I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you. Okay, so from my grandmother's, I'm going to tell you about my grandmother and why it made sense for her. My grandmother was a very proper lady. She was a devout Christian. And really, I think that it was her belief. If you don't have anything nice to say about someone, then you're just cutting them down. And that's just not a Christian value. And I think that that was her take on it. How I take it is that everyone is a critic, in quotes, right? Everybody thinks that they have an, uh, an opinion about this, that, and the other that is valuable. Now, Everybody has an opinion, whether it's valuable or not, is not necessarily true, right? Um, so I often find myself in a place where I don't have anything nice to say. And my personal value is to be a kind, compassionate person in the world. So if I don't have anything nice to say, I just stop talking, literally stop talking. <laughs> I'm just... I'm laughing with this because there's two schools or there's a couple of different schools of thought, not just two. There's many schools of thought. One is 
I feel that when you say, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all, often is used in the sense of cutting somebody down, right? So if it's, if it's meant in that guise or meant in that arena, that realm, then fine, fair. But I also feel that we have given up a lot of truth and speaking truth to people because we are only, we're bullshit polite because the same people that say, you don't have anything nice to say, blah, blah, blah. will never say it to somebody's face, but they'll say it behind someone's back. They'll go into shit talk. They'll walk all around. They'll do all the other stuff. So my point to this is if you're going to have balls, it should be saying, if you have balls to say something, say it to their face. Well, true. And, but, but I would say that my grandmother would remind me of this when I was talking about people behind their back. Okay. Fair enough. You In know, that arena, and, sure. And so I guess I hear what you're saying about really having hard conversations that aren't that nice, right? I get that. That is important. And I would say if what I have to say is part of my truth and impacts the way that I'm going to interact with you, because there's something difficult that I need to say to you, then it might not be that nice for you to hear, but it is a truth that has value in terms of like maybe repairing our relationship. Mm. So it's worth saying if it's just like, ah, you always do this. You never do that. And it's just kind of nagging. Don't say it, say that when you do this thing, it really upsets me. And then I no longer want to be in relationship with you, you know, Mm. or it makes me want to go away from you. Um, rather than nagging about BS stuff, right? Which is just complaining, which is not very nice. So I hear what you're saying. Have the hard conversation, even though it's kind of difficult and maybe not that pleasant. That's very different than what I think I interpret that expression to mean. Yeah, I interpret it. I interpret it like punting, right? So I, a long time ago, I was in a meeting and I'll give you the whole example of what a punt means. And I was in a meeting and I thought I was going to own this meeting. And I was way, I was punching way above my weight, way, 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 way. I should never been in this meeting to begin with. And I sat there and I was given all these excuses and I was telling them why we miss costs. And I had all these, you know, diagrams and analogies and statistics and everything. And this is like 2008, back when the oil spill was going on, I was living in Florida and I had all these great things about blah, 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 blah. It was all great. And it all made sense. It was total bullshit. But I realized I was digging myself into a hole. <laughs> and my director of engineering at the time, Jeff, leaned over to me and he's like, you're fourth and long, son. You just got to punt. You just got to punt. <laughs> so to me, when someone says, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all, it's almost like them just punting. Like Almost like, well, I give up. I'm, I'm washing my hands with this thing of saying, I don't have anything nice to say, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pretend to be polite. Because I often see that with people. They're just pretending to be polite. They're just pretending to bite their tongue. And actually, I think it would be beneficial is if they said it in a constructive way of what they had to say it would work. And I've built a career on that. People hire me to come in now and say what's wrong and fix what's wrong for them because nobody will tell them that. And I've been in so many arenas, it doesn't matter what it is, personal, professional, where people aren't really talking about stuff because they don't want to be the bad guy. They don't want to have the bad thing to say, but there actually is a great way of doing it. It's just, you have to do it in a proper way. And I'm not saying I'm the best at it at all. By no means am I the best. I mean, I hurt a lot of people's feelings because of how blunt I am. And I recognize that. But when you go ahead. No, I was just thinking that sometimes 
I don't actually know. Like, for example, yesterday you called me, but I didn't pick up the phone. Mm -hmm. And that was just because I was just silent yesterday. I just really didn't know, like, truly how I felt or, you know, how I could approach the day with the intention that I had set. And if I don't have clarity, I tend not to interact because I, I I have a specific way that I want to interact, but maybe the feeling isn't there. And so rather than going for it and just putting myself out there, I just sort of go inside until I have more clarity. Mm. Sometimes if you don't know how to respond to something, I think it's better that you give yourself some time and space so that you can come to a conversation or whatever with a clear head. And I think that that is really undervalued in our culture. Like, I think more people should do that. I agree with that 100%. But rarely do you have someone, that's a different saying of saying, I'm going to think about this and get more clarity and come back to you than if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. That's a different conversation. Totally. But it's not as catchy. Oh, agreed. (laughs) I totally agree. I mean, mean, yeah, for sure. And this is my grandmother saying also, you get more bees with honey than you do with uh, with vinegar. Yeah, but who's saying I want a fucking bee to begin with? I love bees, but I mean, you know, her point was this. And I think my grandmother was like the OG tiny hand job because that expression <laughs> sounds like <laughs> sounds like a tiny hand job. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, like, no mm-hmm. wonder I have that framework because these are all the things I was told. Don't say anything if it's not nice. Get, say only sweet things to get what you want. You know, I mean, yeah, you're right, David. You've just turned that phrase around for me. So I'm going to have to think of a, a catchy new phrase that says exactly what we're talking about. Yeah, because I mean, I don't never. I think that's the crux of it for me is that never has somebody sat down and, and said to me, and I really mean never on this in absolute. As someone said, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. I'm going to get back to you with something constructive, right? Well, that's a total different conversation because normally what it is, it's someone who's snide. And my image of this, when someone says this on my head, is somebody in Sunday best dress who's just an asshole in their regular life, but walking out of church you know, on Sunday afternoon and being like, well, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. And like, as they get cut off of traffic, but then- four miles down the road, you know what I mean? They're like beating the shit out of their kid, you know, because like they're doing the old reach around swat their kids. I mean, these are, it doesn't, it's got to have a better saying. That's all. Cause it's, I don't have it. If you don't have anything, I say, don't say anything. All, I think it's just complete bullshit. I think it's a punt. And I think it's just, it's a, it's an excuse to pretend to be polite. Okay. So let me ask you this. When you are in the presence of people, who are complaining and cutting someone else down. Is that a place that you like to be? And how do you address that? Um, well, with all honesty, I think it depends on who we're cutting down. <laughs> okay. Right. I mean, let's, let's be totally honest here. Cause I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I take the high road every single time, you know? Um, no, I mean, genuinely speaking, if I'm in an air, if I'm in an arena with people that I don't know, and there's shit talking somebody else that I don't know in an arena that I'm not familiar with. I just want to gauge. That's I just want to gauge in that. I'll I'll just either walk away or just kind of stand there and look dumb. Okay, fair play. 
what about if you do know the person? That we're cutting down? Yeah. And I don't like them? Maybe you do like them. Oh, if I don't like them, I'm cutting down with them. But the difference between me and everybody else, though, and I really take pride in this, whether or not this is accurate or not, is I'll at least tell you to your face, or at least you'll know that there's a challenge there. So it's not like I'm being a two-sided person. here, And that's what I do take pride in that. Not, not in the fact of I'm just not a fake person, right? Yes. I'm, not saying I, I'm not saying I always sit down with them and be like, hey, you hurt my feelings or you know, blah, blah, blah. I never, I never explain it all the time. But it's definitely never uh, misunderstood that we have a connection when there really is no connection. Mm -hmm. I need to do a better job of that. That's the whole, you get more honey, more bees with honey than vinegar thing, right? Mm -hmm. I'm saying if if it's vinegar, you definitely know it's vinegar. You might not know why it's vinegar, but there's definite vinegar there. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because I find that I don't really like to be in those spaces where people are like sort of cutting other people down anymore because of the same reason that you just said. I also have this kind of value that whatever you say, you need to be prepared for that to be repeated, right? Correct. So if you don't want something repeated, then you probably shouldn't say it. And there is another phrase. I love all these old time phrases, which is um, a secret can only be kept in a group of three if the other two are dead. Yes, it's a great thing. And so I kind of feel like when I'm in those, like I don't want to be privy to someone else's bitch session about somebody else because then now what? Like I have to hold the secret. I'm not interested. You know, you deal with that other person. I kind of just walk away because I don't want to have that information and have to hold on to it. I just, and also I'm really trying to like orient myself towards positive things. So if someone's just complaining all the time, or I don't really want to, I mean, there's, there's something about being constructively critical. That's, that's good. But if it's just like, wow, 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 go away. Oh, for sure. I don't have, I don't have many people in my life that are just whiners and moaners. I don't, I don't know many, I maybe have two off the top of my head that I think you can quote as a whiner, right? A Wally whiner or Wendy whiner, but like never, I mean, I've cut out a lot of people in that the negativity I've cut out of my life. So I don't really have a lot of that, but definitely like if I walk in on, if I walk in on a bunch of people, like just ripping up some ass clown that I know, yeah, of course I'm going to join it. I'm not, I'm not going to pretend like I'm not going to, you know what I mean? If some guy's just a complete douche and like sits down and he's just an idiot, then of course he deserves it. But the difference is I got no problem telling them to their face though either. That's that's the thing about it. Would you say, oh, hello, so-and-so. Uh, we were just talking about you. <laughs> we oh, were like just start talking with that. about w- what a big douchebag you were. No, but I have had people where I've been shit-talking somebody and I've had them walk in and people were like, <gasps> and I've just turned around and been like, hi. Like I'm, I'm cool. Like this is all part of it. You know what I mean? Like I don't have a, maybe that's a problem. Maybe that's not the best way kids. Maybe this is not the role model you need, but I found it's been, um, it's been good. So if you're, if you're good in the background, you should be good in public, right? If you're good outside, but I'm, I'm an open book. I'm not really trying to hide anything either. I've been through the hiding phase of my life where I had to hide everything and keep everything back. And I, I just, I don't want to deal with that shit anymore. Mm. I'm I'm, you know, so good, bad, or ugly, it's out there. Doesn't matter to me. 
Okay. So back to the original thing. Do you ever take a day where you're just kind of like not clear and not communicating? No, because I'm a communicator, communicative person. I use communication to work out my problems. Mm. I'm not the opposite. I don't go inward when I have problems. I go outward because that's how I, I cycle through anything really. I'm communicative. Any problem that I have, doesn't matter if it's personal, professional, mathematical. I mean, you name it. I'm, I'm talking through it. I'm always talking through it. I'm always, anything that I have, I'm either talking to myself, talking to somebody else. I need that process of going in. Rarely do I go internal for big, 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 big things. If that's when you have to be worried about me, when I get super quiet, that's when, that's when people need to get worried because that's, that's against my grain. And that mm. means that I've lost complete control. I'm out of like in left field and I need to reset somehow, but it's never meant as a reset. Like I'm never like, I need to go into the woods to reset. No, that means like I'm completely out of control and something stupid's going to happen. So I'm removing myself from the situation until I get a, and th- but that doesn't happen so often. Mm. It used to happen a lot, but now it's like, it's, it's less and less and less because I'm finding these triggers out beforehand. But no, I don't go internally where it's like, I just need a moment to myself. No, no, that's not me at all. It's just the opposite. I'm a fighter. I like to fight. I like to work through things. I need, I need that. I need that constant background feedback. Huh. It's fascinating how everybody processes differently. Right. Because I will always go inside first. Hmm. Always. I rarely go outside to solve a problem. So I think that's pretty cool, but I'm sorry that, that, that you were the, one of the people that had to deal with my silence yesterday. Well, no, it was, it was just good. But then I was like, you know what? Like Kim's taking a space. If she needed something, she would have said something. I'm like, I've reached out. I called and I was like, I didn't want to bug. And I'm like, if I don't hear from her by today, then I'll reach out and bug going into this. But otherwise I'm like, dude, like she knows I'm here. Like she knows I'm supportive of everything. And if not, and she's in a real funk that she won't respond tomorrow, then I should be worried. But otherwise, this could just be Kim going off on a thing. And so then I don't get worried either. Sometimes people also, like if you need space or I need space, you take whatever you need and then people just pester you. And it's like, well, that's fucking anti, it's it's antithesis of what I'm trying to do here, you know? Yeah. And like, I didn't even have a, any issue, right? But I just didn't also have any clarity. Mm-hmm. So it's a very weird thing, but I like that we're talking about these differences because I could see, I mean, we're not in a relationship with one another, but I could see that if you had a person like me and a person like you in a relationship, that would be really, um, without context, without conversation, that would be really, really hard to deal with. For sure. For sure. But that's why communication is so key. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess you can say whatever you like, sweet or not, or good or not, um, because we've just gotten rid of that phrase. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything. No, it should just be, if you don't have anything constructive to say, come back when you do or something else. We're going to think of something like that because that's really what it should be. It's not that you should shut your mouth if you don't have anything nice. You should still speak your truth. Just do it in a way that's like, you're not just being a douche. You know, you're not just being a dick about it. Right. Yeah. Agreed. Like, hey, you, you could call someone an asshole if they're being an asshole. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. It's like, dude, you're being an asshole. Stop being an asshole. That's not saying I don't have anything nice to say. I'm not going to say anything at all. No, no, fuck that. That's how mm-hmm. people also get hip checked. You need to hip check people. Mm-hmm. 
but I'm going to, I'm going to get rid of this whole, I don't have anything nice to say thing. It's like, no, that doesn't, that doesn't serve me. It doesn't serve the person. It doesn't serve anybody. Mm. I just thought of another phrase, which would be so interesting to see. So I think there's a phrase that says, um, at a dinner party or an event, there are three things you should never discuss religion, politics, and what is the third one? Money. Oh, yeah. Which I think are the best topics to go into. <laughs> you were going to say that. I fucking love talking religion <laughs> with people, but you do it in a way where it's like, okay, what are you? That's, that's how I met Cooper. Cooper mm. is the all, I mean, Cooper is the quintessential religious conversation that should have never happened if people kept with that mantra. But the fact of the matter is, and I'm going hunting with Cooper this week. I mean, randomness, right? But I met this guy, you know, on if whatever episode it was, go back to a Christian and Marine living with Christian Marines, God's calling a war. I met this guy. You should go back and listen if you haven't heard of it. But that's a, that's a great example of how that phrase is such a bullshit. We got on religion topic. And I really enjoy listening to people that have their mind together, that are educated, that are understanding of it. And if it's not, then I'll get into the conversation. Then I'll exit the conversation. <laughs> if the guy's just, you know, just regurgitating stuff. Otherwise, it's a really cool topic to talk about. I find religion fascinating. I find politics fascinating. You can figure out so much about a person by how well they articulate themselves with politics. If it's a 50,000 foot overview, glazed overview where they're just spitting bullshit, you know, they're not, they're just, they're just feeding in and they're regurgitating what they watch. And then you could tell which person they are, what channel they are, how they are. But if it's anything else, if it's, if they get the nitty gritty, they understand it. I don't have to agree with them. And I can tell them, I don't agree with you, but I appreciate your view or I can't even appreciate your view, but at least I can respect them for being intelligent. Mm. And that's, that's the great equalizer is, you know, the great equalizers are grocery store, parking lots, religion, and politics. Mm. That is hilarious. My dad's always, you know, criticizing the whole foods parking lot. Now who designed this? This is a, this is a, this is no, this doesn't work. And who did this and why the space is so tight. And, why do people go down one way when it's a one way and they go the opposite way? Who do you think you are? Mm. I mean, yeah. Whole foods, whole foods. I'm going to, I shop at whole foods probably four days a week oh. for the family I cook for. And I swear to God, if I needed to make money, I would just write a book on whole foods people. Oh, I'd love to read that book. Yeah. Just, just the ass clowns of whole foods. That's, that's what it should be. Oh, I can't wait. i'd probably read that book faster than some of the other books on my shelf yeah (laughs) well we've debunked all these phrases now i think you know there was a time when those served for whatever purpose it served but they no longer really serve us no so so i'm getting rid of it so if i hear someone say that i'm gonna be like no i will say this there is a way to talk to people and then other ways that are less constructive. For and sure. we don't have the rule book for the way that is the best way to communicate. Those little, I don't know, what are they called? Expressions or platitudes or whatever, whatever those things are called. Um, that was like kind of a rule book, like a playbook. We don't have the new playbook, which is to say that you can disagree with someone without you know, thinking that they're horrible. Mm-hmm. Which is to say, oh, well, I respectfully disagree with that, mm-hmm. or that's mm-hmm. not how I see it, right? We come back to this, but I just find it so interesting that people 
we don't have that kind of um, community oriented mindset, which says, I want to stay in community with you, but I'm having a different thought. Mm-hmm. Screw them. No, David, <laughs> that's the antithesis of what we no, want to do. No, but that's exactly what it is, though. I mean, like these people that that go in there and can't sit there, you can't sit across from somebody and have a different opinion. It's that's what I mean by screw them. This uh, is this is like, you know, why do we have these weird things where everyone has to agree on every topic for everything? That's just that's very, um, it's not reality. It's bullshit, right? I don't have to agree with you on everything. I don't even have to agree with you on 10% of the things. I could agree with you on one thing and that could sustain the relationship. The rest of it, I could think that you're a turd, but it doesn't really matter because that one thing could carry everything else, right? There's so much stuff on this. It's like, yeah, that's that's what I mean by screw them. There's other people that like you have to march the line and do you know 100% of the things. This is unrealistic. I mean, everyone's individual, thank God. Otherwise, this, this world would be boring. You and I agree on that. And I guess where what I'm saying is that we need more people to agree to this playbook. Yes, I agree with that. You know, to say, yeah, we're super different. We don't agree on these things. And yet they're still a good person. And, you know, I kind of like them. Like, right. right? Uh, so, yeah. Anyway, if anybody listens to this and disagrees and wants to have a conversation about it, about why we're turds. Um, yeah, <laughs> we, we welcome that too. Um, yeah. Find us on Instagram. DM us if you want to come on the show, if you have a topic or an idea, or if uh, you know of somebody that would be great on there, we'd love to have people on to make this a little bit more interactive. Yeah. And also tell them about our website. Oh, we have a website, wherever it takes.com. Uh, it is basic. We'll add more stuff onto it, but there'll be some cool things in there. We'll have some merch, uh, some swag, if you will. We'll have uh, the new hiking series, which will be out coming up with uh, calendar events on there, which will be awesome. Uh, so there'll be links to the show on there as well. And kind of other topics and books and things like this in there. So keep us posted, uh, check us out wherever it takes us.com super easy. Um, yeah. The World Wide web. Remember when that was like the big thing it was like, oh, you can yeah. find us on the World Wide web. Like, wow. Now it's like, yeah, just go, go on the internet, go on your internet. Um, were you old enough to remember the dial-up modem sound? Oh yeah. That was the worst. And the worst was the dial-up modem would take over the phone line. And that's mm-hmm. when you knew that's when you knew you were bougie if you had two phone lines. Right. And it was it was like Netscape Navigator, or who was it? Like oh, Pro- yeah. Prodigy or something else like this. And so yeah, if you, like your siblings were online, you couldn't uh yeah, parents would get pissed off because they would try and call in. So you had to do it like later on at night. It would take forever to like get on things. It was like you would run home to do AOL Messenger, like to see. Oh God, yeah. Dial up modems were the great. Those were the days, David. Where things just took forever and you would yeah. like surf the internet for nothing. Like nothing was like, <laughs> nothing was, was there. It was chat rooms. That's all it was at the time. Mm, how far we've come. Look, look at us now. Who would <laughs> yeah, have thought? Like, thought? <laughs> <laughs> all right, David. Well, thanks for that. Good day. That, good day. I said, good day. <laughs> I said, good day. If you liked wherever it takes us, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Share the episode with someone who you think would like it. Leave us a five-star rating and write a review. We appreciate it.